Art of Relationship Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any portion of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. <coughs> Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> hey everybody, how's everybody doing? It is Wednesday and it is icy, rain, all that good stuff here in the metro Detroit. It's Michigan, pure Michigan, right? Um, looking at how many people are in power struggles in your relationship, and I run into this, and it's very, very difficult for me to, um, I shouldn't say div, it's challenging. There we go. When I get a couple, and they're enmeshed in a power struggle, right? They want to be right. Their partner wants to be right. They both want to be right, and it's very, very difficult it's a huge challenge and it's a huge challenge to maybe a lot of people that are in power struggles okay say you have two people that are very headstrong okay let's face it they're stubborn as hell okay they want to be right most of the time and they'll admit you know what I, that's okay i can be wrong and then you challenge them on that you sort of you know what test that theory and then you find out, boy, man, they have a hard time. They can't. And if they're wrong, it's maybe because it's not their fault, right? It was caused by somebody else. I didn't do this. You know what? Maybe I did this, but it wasn't my fault. You know what? And they're not going to admit that they're wrong. They don't own the stuff that they do in the relationship. And it causes a huge power struggle in the relationship or in the marriage. And typically, when they both combat each other, it's very, very likely that the relationship or the marriage will end. It doesn't have to because you both are in the struggle to be right, to be heard, to be, you know what, I am never going to admit I'm wrong because I'm not. Now, I'm not talking. We all know there's people that might have narcissistic personalities, narcissistic tendencies. This might be part of that aspect, okay? But I also look at, you know, are you afraid to be wrong or you know what afraid to admit maybe what you do to cause problems in a relationship that's usually where I go you know what what problems do you create for your relationship or your marriage and to ask these you know individuals that you know or as a couple I'll ask and a lot of times it might be because they have a you know fragile sense of self a fragile um, self-esteem if you will an unhealthy one where they can't admit it they can't admit that they're wrong because it's going to be another thing you know the nail in their coffin about their confidence if you will hey Tony hey brother man welcome so you know when they're engaged in a power struggle it's like you know what I can't admit that I'm wrong I can't admit that I made a mistake and it be could be you know their personality the core issue is maybe self-esteem issues or you know what maybe it's also like they have major roles as you know in huge corporate America to where you know what let's face it corporate America never admits they're wrong right <laughs> 
they're looking into this and they will not tolerate this or that situation but they're never going to admit there's a problem they're never going to admit that there is an issue in it because let's face it it could create a dip in sales right it's a money thing but when you have people that are you know headstrong i look at it you know their main issue might be instead of a dip in sale like corporate america they might be worried about it's a hit against their self-esteem that you know what i can't seem i'm so fragile i can't ever be wrong i can't admit my faults my flaws my insecurities and with these power struggles that go on and if they're not reduced if you're not able to look at you know what your flaws and faults and be humble in a relationship or let's face it if one is able to be humble and learn to be humble and be more confident looking at that they're going to be the one that you know what I can admit what I'm doing now I've grown I've evolved and I'm more confident but what's going to happen if the other one doesn't do the same the one that is growing and evolved will be done because you know what I'm not always taking a hit all the time I'm not always the one to blame there we go I'm not the one that's always at fault and resentment will build and build and build and then the relationship or marriage will end now if neither one of them does I'm gonna tell you like I said at the beginning the marriage or the relationship chances are very strong that it's gonna end if they don't work on reducing these power struggles and being able to love each other and being able to understand that they both create issues in the relationship okay uh, they might be able to list you know what they love about each other and they definitely are able to look at you know what what the other one does to cause someone to feel a certain way or another okay to be able to look at you know what I'm making you feel like this they might be able to admit you know I feel this way I feel disrespected I feel disrespected but when I ask them you know what what are you doing to make your partner feel disrespected oh nothing I'm not doing a damn thing wrong <laughs> you know and power struggles are very very difficult because it shakes the core of that individual the core of that individual could be so fragile or like I said the arrogant aspect it could be you know narcissistic personality aspects and if it's a personality dynamic chances are it will never ever change now the trick is is it a personality thing issue or is it because they're trying to portray themselves at perfect because they can't really see you know what they can't take a hit on their self-esteem anymore because it's so fragile they have to appear to always be strong always be confident always be right because they can't take the hit it might throw them back when they were maybe a little boy a little girl when they're getting blamed for everything so what do people do right you get blamed for everything there's two things that happen that I see uh, in individuals and couples right if they're always going to be at fault and they're going to be the ones that you know have low self-esteem and you see it right they're always wrong they take the hit for everything when they shouldn't these are like the people pleasers these are the ones that are afraid to disappoint and they will sell themselves out so they don't disappoint anybody it's sad and I you know I understand it or the other extreme happens where you know what I've taken enough I'm not taking the blame for anything else right and you know what 
I'm never going to admit I'm wrong because maybe I grew up that way. And to be able to look at the situation, I'm never going to be wrong again. I'm never going to allow myself to feel this way. So it comes up as a facade and it comes out to be a very maybe cold person, a very um, maybe not cold. They can still be, you know, romantic. They can still be affectionate. But when it comes to issues and problems in a the relationship, they turn out very cold, very blunt you know what very stubborn and they're not going to ever admit that they're wrong again okay that's not them because maybe they were they taught themselves that instead of having a healthy self-esteem where you can you know what you take the hit for what you're responsible for but you don't apologize for something that's not your fault i never promote that at all okay um got a question hey jacqueline um can it be just giving up from always trying and tired of being blamed? And that's one aspect, Jacqueline, that I just mentioned. Um, and that's a good aspect. You know, I mentioned, you know, some people are raised and always, you know, blame. It's always their fault. They're getting blamed for everything. And all of a sudden, they just succumb to that. And that's when I mentioned about the people pleasers or the doormats. They'll take the hit for everything because that's what they're used to. They don't feel they have a right or they deserve to stand up for themselves or like I just mentioned if you heard they also you know the other extreme where they're not gonna take the hit for anything anymore because you know what they're tired of it and they think they're being strong and confident but that's a persona that's a false sense of self where you know what I'm not gonna be blamed for anything else anymore okay um, so they turn into this arrogant, they turn into this, um, you know what, instead of a problem solver, they're a blamer and they don't want to look at themselves in the mirror, okay? And it's, you know, ironic because a lot of corporations, corporate America um, is that way. Like I mentioned at the beginning, they don't take the blame for anything. They're looking into it. They won't ever admit that they screwed up or did something wrong, right? Uh, so it's ironic how people can do the same thing. Uh, because maybe they're trained to do so. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but when you have two people, that's usually where the power struggles come in when you have two people of the the later, right? Where they neither one of them is going to admit they're wrong. They can't handle being wrong. And you know what? There we go again. That that tells me that their sense of self and their self-esteem really isn't as strong as they're perceiving it to be. And that's where I challenge it. And that's where I try to go under, you know, the wounds and the, the hurt and the heartaches and stuff that maybe they felt. And I want them to be able to release them. Then they can be, the humility can come in and the power struggles can reduce. Hey, Tony, um, I see people just take blame to not be confrontational, definitely not the way to live. Oh, I agree, Tony. And, you know, I, I said that. I never promote people taking the, I call it taking the hit, and I probably should come up with a different word, you know, taking the blame for something they didn't do. That's maybe a professional, and that's a pet, maybe a personal pet peeve of mine. You know what, that maybe how I grew up too, you know, accused of whatever, and I'm like, what, what? <laughs> and, you know, taking the blame. It's like you're always getting in trouble in class, you know, elementary, high school, whatever, you're, someone's taking the blame and the teacher is always blaming you for something and you didn't do anything wrong. I'll never promote that. And I want you to be able to stand up for yourself and to, you know what, I'm not responsible for this. But also, you know what, have the confidence and courage 
to, you know what, accept responsibility and admit, yeah, you know what, my bad, I did th do that, and, you know, be empathetic and be remorseful for those actions. So there are a lot of people as well that do not want confrontation, Tony, and, you know, what, what happens with, but in power struggle couples, typically you're not going to have that because you're going to have that in relationships, absolutely. But in power struggle couples uh, where they're both, you know what, throwing power trips and they're both stubborn as hell, you usually don't see, or I don't, I should say, I don't see, you know, where the individual is, you know, taking the blame for everything. I do see it, but where, you know, it's not really a power struggle. It's one, you definitely know who has the power in the relationship. Either she does or he does, and what you're talking about, where they take the hit for everything, and that's usually the doormat, the people pleaser, and then they go out and maybe cheat, have an affair because they're sick of taking the blame anymore. They don't want confrontation, so what do they do? They look to soothe it outside the relationship. Um, so what happens is, you know, they don't want confrontation. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. And it keeps building up and building up, and they don't stick up for themselves. And that's another way, I, you know, it's having, you know, self-esteem issues or, they don't want to fight. They don't want to argue. I get that. I don't want anybody to fight and argue, but I tell people that are afraid of confrontation, I don't want you to like confrontation. There's a big difference. We all know people out there in our lives, you know, that they seem like they get off on chaos. They get off on arguing and fighting and drama. <laughs> I'll never promote that. I don't want that, okay? I don't want that in my own life. We all know that, okay? But there are people out there that they're afraid of fighting, they're afraid of confrontation, they're afraid of conflict. And what happens is, you know what, they'll shut up, they'll run away, they won't say anything, they won't stick up for themselves because of that fear. I want people, when I say this, I want people to be okay with conflict. I didn't say like it, but to be okay with it and say, you know what, I get you're hurt, but you're not going to yell at me. You know what? tell me what's going on I want to know do you feel disrespected I want to own that and look at everything but what happens with these people they won't stick up for themselves and then say the one that has the power in the relationship the I call it the emotional power in the relationship what happens is they'll constantly bash and berate right because they're getting away with it they're not being confronted with that and that's where I I handle those couples a little bit differently you know, in my relationship and try to humble the other one as strengthening the one that has maybe the lower self-esteem, maybe they both do, to be able to be okay and stick up for themselves. And it's so cool when both couples are able to stick up for themselves, but also remain humble and see what their actions are causing in the relationship. Now, with power struggle couples, well, I'll throw it out there, with power struggle couples out there where they're both headstrong, they're both stubborn as hell, they don't look at really what they're doing to the other partner. They can't, right? Because that's going to be an admittance of fault or a flaw that they have that they're causing a problem. They're not going to do that. They're going to fight and bash and make each other feel what they feel without taking responsibility for causing pain to one another. And that's where I come in and I go right after the first session. It's I, it's you know, cool. I, I can tell, you know, if they're both a power trip, power hungry 
couple, both of them, they're both stubborn, and I deal with them on a weekly basis, and I say, you know what, you know what, what's it like to be, are you ever wrong with anything, you know what, and that's where I said, you know, at the beginning of today's show, are you able, you know, what do you do in a relationship that causes problems, and all of a sudden, nothing, I hear silence, really, so neither one of you do anything wrong in a relationship, and I joke and try to get them to open up and, you know, feel safe and everything, and what happens is that's where I go after and try to build on the humility and I tell them, you know what, it takes a lot of guts to be humble. It takes a lot of confidence. I don't want you to take the blame for anything you didn't do, but this is where I want you to be able to, you know what, have courage. So I sort of flipped the script on their maintenance, if you will, their maintaining in their head about confidence. I'm never at fault. I'm never at flaw flaw, don't do anything wrong to cause problems in a relationship, that's not confidence, that's arrogance. So I try to teach them and flip the script on, you know what, looking at these elements, you know what, that's not confidence. Being able to see your flaws, see your faults, that's true confidence. To admit, you know what, I did something wrong and I want to own that. And you know what, it, it's hard in this country, and I can't speak for any other countries, but, you know, how capitalism and how America is, you know what? You don't have that. Crap. You don't have that. Where do you have that at except in individual, maybe personal relationships? You don't have it with our politicians. You don't have it with huge corporate America, do you, that admit their faults, their flaws, right? Oh, we had a breach, and they never come out and say, we screwed up. We apologize, right? And I think a lot of people get sucked into that. And, oh, if no one takes responsibility, that means I don't either. That doesn't mean you have confidence. That means you have arrogance. And that's, they're totally two different things. And that's what I try to work on with the power struggles in relationships to be able to, you know what, help them become confident, help them to become humble. It doesn't always work because some people... And that's where you trust, you know, you look at if they have more narcissistic tendencies, if they're not able to do that, if they're not able to reveal their hurt, their flaws, their faults, maybe their heartbreaks going on, uh, something that really, you know, hits them and hurts their heart and their soul. If they're not able to do that, that usually tells me, uh, and I'm talking, you know, not easy like this, I'm talking after a while. That tells me that, you know, it's very difficult and you might be looking at narcissistic tendencies and chances are they're always going to be like that. Now, what do you do with that? If you two want to be like that or, you know what, what's going on? But it, I'm going to say it. If you guys break up, if you guys divorce, you two divorce, okay? Now, what happens? Are you still going to carry these same traits with you into another relationship, right? Chances are, let's face it, I'll put my money on yes, um, absolutely, right? And then they wonder, you know what, it's going, it's always somebody else's fault. You know what, they're not good enough. They make me feel this, they make me feel that, but they're not looking at what they do and they run this cycle throughout their life. And these individuals tend to be very lonely. They tend to lack a lot of, uh, maybe friendships, true friendships, because no friend wants to be around somebody that doesn't take, you know what, responsibility for what they do in a relationship. So this cuts across 
um, you know, friendships. It cuts across, you know, family, familial relationships, definitely romantic relationships. And when you have a power struggle, it could be siblings, right? It could be maybe so-called best friends, but it's ironic in friendships or if you have uh, relationships as well in, you know, friendships that these people that never are wrong will never admit their flaws and you know flaws and faults and what they do to cause hurt in somebody else it's ironic that these people typically end up being friends involved with others that are doormats that are people pleasers right that are opposite spectrums of them and it's not a healthy dynamic for either one of them primarily the situation where the doormat or the people pleaser and if the people pleaser starts um, becoming more confident, sticks up for themselves, they're going to try everything in their power to put them back in their place, to reduce their confidence level. Because let's face it, you know what? They don't want to be told they're wrong. They don't want to be told, you know, they did something inaccurate, that they weren't correct, that they, you know, maybe should have looked at this a different way. They don't want to hear that. So they're going to try to maintain the power struggle or the power ranking in the relationship to be able to look at, you know what, I'm not going to handle it, I'm not wrong, and what do I do with that situation to put you back in place. So uh, a lot of aspects looking at the power struggles, um, you know, they'll twist perceptions and look at, you know, being right and wrong, and they have a hard time going after what each other feels. And that's where I come in. I go right after that. You know what? I want to know how you feel. Forget about right and wrong and blame and all this stuff. I know it's hard for you to, but what do you, you know, I want you to go after the feeling aspects instead of the perceptions. You know what? Can you understand and start looking at, you know what? Maybe they thought this, so they did this. I'm not justifying it. Maybe you thought this, but that wasn't their intention. To be able to look at, you know, that the perceptions are twisted, so I want to get rid of those, you know, the perceptions first and go after, I want to know what you feel. Forget about the blame, just, you know what, I feel disrespected, okay? This is what I need to feel respected. And with power trip couples, it's very, very difficult to be able to go there and because, let's face it, they're afraid to put their guard down, right? They're afraid to be humble. They're afraid to feel because maybe in the past that didn't work for them or maybe, you know what, the humility gene just skipped them and they don't have it, okay? And I can get into Agmandala and the brain functions um, of all this uh, where there might be an issue with certain brain aspects where some people are just, you know, the reptilian brain, if you will, and it's all about them. There's no compassion, uh, no humility, and those people you don't want to be around, okay? So I try to look at, you know, humility equals confidence. You know what? Being responsible to your actions equals confidence. And that's where I try to look at with the power trip or power struggles in relationships and if you have one in a relationship are you able to look at yourself and look in the mirror what am I doing to cause this is it because I'm afraid to admit I'm wrong because I don't have any self-esteem I'm afraid of conflict like Tony mentioned um, and you know what what can we do to remedy that or to get help to seek professional help 
in that scenario, okay? So hopefully this provided some insights that would help you out if you are in a power struggle in a relationship and are you able to look at yourself, you know, have that mirror right up to your face and look at, you know, what what am I doing? How am I making my partner feel? And then we can go on from there, okay? Um, so check out my website, theartofrelationships.org and you know what? I appreciate you paying attention, checking in with the Art of Relationships show. It's broadcast live Monday through Friday, 12 noon Eastern time. Take care and please share, people. I want to help as many people out there as I can, okay? Peace and love to everybody out there. Let's get rid of the hate, okay?